This is the Credit Union Leadership Podcast with Mike Neal, Executive Director and Founder of Service Star Consulting. Service Star has been helping credit unions grow for over 20 years in three growth areas leadership development, cultural development, and management development. If you're interested in learning how Service Star can help your credit union, check out servicestarconsulting.com. Today's producer is myself, Scott Albrecht, AVP of Sales and Training. Season 3, Episode 3. Today, guys, we play games. We get interesting information about apps. We've got a new team member here at Service Star Consulting. And so in this bonus episode, we get to learn a little bit more about his background, but we get to have fun along the way. Enjoy this episode of the Credit Union Leadership Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to this episode of the Credit Union Leadership Podcast, and uh, we're going to kick it off with a game. We've got a special guest on the podcast here, and I'm going to give you some facts about this special guest and see if you can guess who this special guest is. This special guest just joined our Service Star team, so we're super excited to have him on today's podcast. Here we go. Get your pen out. See if you can write down the answer as to who this person is. He started his credit union career as a summer internship at his mom's credit union 20 years ago. That may not be enough. Let's keep going. I met him seven years ago when I started working for him at Baxter Credit Union when he was the regional director of 11 branches and I was the branch manager of one of them. That's starting to narrow it down for some people. Since then, he's had various executive level roles at places like Affinity Plus in Minnesota, and more recently at Radiant Credit Union in Gainesville, Florida. I think this is starting to get smaller, smaller pool here. He was a 2020, I guess technically he is a 2020 CU rock star. Fun fact about him, he knows 30 people named Dave. <laughs> <laughs> He's managed over 50 branches uh, with over 300 employees over the course of his career. And you may have seen him around the halls of Filene during his I3 project or around the CU or the Q's CEO Institute, uh, where he always uh, is looking for ways to learn and grow as a leader. All right, write down your answers. I'm sure you guys all have the same answer. That's right, guys. We have added Mr. Taylor Murray as the Chief Executive Officer here at Service Star Consulting. Welcome, Taylor, to today's podcast. Well, thanks for having me here. I appreciate it. And I didn't guess that I knew 30 Daves. Is that Dave's and David's or it is combined? Yeah, it's combining <clears throat> Dave and David. So I, I think I did a disservice there. So I am sorry to anyone listening to this podcast. It's a David and prefers to be David, but yeah, I did combine there for, uh, for the, for the, for the effect of the number in and of itself. Hey, well, it's awesome to work with you again. You know, I know we worked with each other at Baxter where my mom wasn't, it wasn't her credit union, but I guess it was everyone's credit union, right? That's right. Yeah. Member, member owners. Member owned. That's right. And you and you have a uh, passion for learning. You have a passion for this industry. Talk a little bit about, um, you know, what started out as an internship 20 years ago and really what flourished as a as a as a, a lifelong learning journey. You make it sound like so much more important than it was of me just getting a summer job out of school and 
truly when you surround yourself and as cliche as it may sound, when you start to surround yourself with really inspiring people like to have fun and they challenge you, you know, I was a 17 year old kid coming out of high school that had zero direction on what I wanted to do. So when I started there um, over the summer and having an opportunity to interact with like Valentine and Rex, it was just really cool to just see that these are real people and every day would genuinely helping people. I was on the phones, talking to people in different parts of the country that had different challenges. And I started to learn about myself, just talking to people and what they were doing well and what they weren't doing well, but just getting opportunities to grow. So uh, it's really, uh, I could talk all day about my time there, but um, awesome journey uh, in the last 20 plus years. Yeah. And and Mike got to meet you recently, I guess it was last summer, Mike uh, tripped upon uh, your name um, because of your work with Filene Institute. And, uh, and, and so he and I and you have all kind of been working in this circle. Here's a fun fact for all of you listeners out there. It was Taylor Murray that put me onto a podcast. It was the Filene Research Institute podcast. And on that podcast, they had mentioned the Q's podcast. So I listened to the Q's podcast. And on that podcast, Mike Neal, sir, you were on the, the Q's podcast. They're interviewing you and you're like, hey, you guys, just if you want to check out the uh, the Credit Union Leadership podcast, uh, we've got that going on. And so that was five years ago. So so Taylor, you inadvertently put me onto a podcast. They got me to start listening to this pod, this very podcast that we're on today. And here, it, life's coming back full circle because I'm interviewing you with Mike uh, here on the Credit Union Leadership podcast. Fun, fun how uh, the credit union industry tends to always come back full circle. Any stories like that that you have in your career where things just kind of happen full circle and, and it's kind of a neat, neat journey along the way? Are you kidding me? This entire industry, if you don't know someone, you know someone who does know someone. And as much as I'd like to say I tripped upon um, Mike or Mike tripped upon me, George Hoffheimer, who's a legend in this industry and himself, introduced me to Mike via a phone call and we hit it off right away. I think we think so much alike, which is scary, but also <laughs> at the same time, we just clicked and we've stayed in touch over the last couple of years and just had really fun phone calls talking about what's working, what's not professionally, personally. And it's just been awesome to work with someone like that who is also just as vested in this industry and helping people. Uh, and it's been fun. So as the last couple of weeks of unfolded i couldn't have written a better story for it so and talking about vested i don't know if you guys really want to know but i've 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 actually taken on a mike neal vest approach to work check it out i've got a mike neal vest on right now uh, i bought this to, uh, for myself as a as a, a graduation gift cuz folks if you listen to season uh, 3 episode 1 i've hit my 90th day <laughs> That's right. So this is my 90 day uh, vest here, uh, here at the credit. Union. So, so we have service star growing, I mean, just in leaps and bounds. And so, you know, they had to come out and they had, they had to grab some, some new talent and wow, Mike, we landed a big fish. Give me some comments and some, uh, some commentary as to you're, you're working with Taylor up to this point in time and your excitement about his addition to our team. Yeah, I'm just so excited to have Taylor on our team. And, 
you know, he's just someone who uh, knows people in the credit industry. He's a thought leader. He's passionate about credit unions. He's passionate about finding ways to make members' lives better through credit unions. And he's got such a a varied leadership experience, you know, over branches and over mergers and acquisitions and business development. And um, he's just uh, incredibly talented, incredibly educated, incredibly diverse experience. And he's always looked to improve himself. You can just look at his track record. He's always looking to, you know, through uh, CEO Institute, working with Feline I3. And so, and he's very, very well respected. So, when um, when I was talking to Taylor, maybe the second time I spoke to him, I thought, you know, he could really, really do a lot of great things here at Service Star. And so over the course of the last many months, uh, he and I just kept talking and, and here we are. But I'm so excited to have him here. And it is so interesting how his strengths finder aligns with my strengths finder and how his five voices leadership aligns exactly with my five voices leadership. So the great thing about people at Service Star is they're going to be used to it. You know, they're used to me. They're used to Taylor. So over the last 23 years, if they're used to me, they're going to be used to Taylor. It just, he's taller, younger, smarter, and better looking. Other than that, he and I are exactly <laughs> alike. Um, yeah. You know, I already that, accepted exactly the job. Alike. I've already started, so you don't have to butter me up anymore. <laughs> so I know. I never buttered you up, Taylor. I you never haven't. buttered you up. Just make sure we know it. There was no point time that I ever <laughs> woo him or butter him up. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, we, we actually uh, have a little bit of a teaser there in, in Mike's uh, talking about his strengths finders. Uh, one of the things that uh, we've been asked to do for a lot of credit unions recently is um, kind of going into some strengths uh, coaching. It's one of the things that I have a background in. And so we will have a podcast later on this year about just that strengths-based coaching. And I'm super excited about that. So, you know, as we look at Service Star today, um, the credit union industry today, and, you know, Taylor, your new role, um, as you're just kind of looking into, you know, what we do today, where would you say our niche is in the credit union industry? If you're a if credit union looking to possibly, you know, bring us on, what's the niche for Service Star Consulting? You know, I guess it's it's pretty broad when you when you take that approach. And, and I, I'm a big believer that you need, and this comes back to my I3 days, you need to identify a problem, not a symptom before you start to think through solutions. And every credit union has different challenges. We're also similar, but yet we're different in many ways. So we offer a broad, uh, I guess, array of different opportunities that could solve some of those problems, whether it's new employees, whether it's new leaders, whether it's peers that have just transitioned into new roles, whether it's on building out just the entire member experience. We really pride ourselves here at Service Star of trying to develop people, right? And it's just not our industry. It's we're leaders and we want to be seen. And if we're not that group, we want to be able to partner with other groups that can help us develop that content. So, so many people that have been involved with Service Star over the years are uber promoters and they absolutely love what we do. But there's 5,000 credit unions out there. And how can we help more credit unions, help more employees who can therefore help more members and better the communities? And that that really is a great 
point and transition to the next point, which is you're a future leader vision casting guy. I mean, Taylor was the first one to buy the, 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 the virtual reality glasses when they came out. So, uh, put on your, your, your future vision. Actually, we just did a podcast called leadership uh, back to the future. So let's put on the, uh, the, the DeLorean glasses for a second here. Um, what do you see service star doing in the credit union industry that we don't do today in the next five years? That's a loaded question because five years is certainly a long time from now. And as I think Bill Gates mentioned it, right? We always overestimate what's going to take place in the next 10 years, but we underestimate the next two. And, you know, if I were to look at what we can do, I, I think it really starts to fall into how the industry is changing. Look at over the last year, the entire work from home model has evolved so much just in the last year that it, it was an expectation and companies developed that program overnight. And so how can we help to develop remote leaders? How can we uh, really develop remote members? And that, that's an area that I see. But I also look at so many opportunities that we could to just evolve the credit union industry, whether it's partnering with fintechs, whether it's different technology firms, how can we truly find ways to solve problems that we don't even know are out there today? And you, so it, Taylor and I worked together for like three years and once that hit, I, I think it was three years, but, but, wow. but. But one thing that I know is that you get me and him together, we get down some rabbit holes. You get me, <laughs> him, and Mike together. This this may be like a seventeen part podcast. So you mentioned fintechs, and I just want I want your opinion on this. Um, so the interchange income that we usually get from, let's say, credit card or debit card spend uh, at a credit union or a bank, as the PayPal's and as some other companies are getting really, really good at making online shopping super easy to pay for, not using something that's a hard card plastic in your wallet. Um, what do you see some of the trends are in the industry when it comes to how do we, do we, do we even have a shot at grabbing back at some of that interchange income or is it lost? And now we have to create new ways to generate revenue where that revenue is just not going to come back into the credit union industry. You turn us into a finance podcast. I love it. Uh, those three years that we worked together, we uh, we went down the rabbit holes many, many times on, the, on our balance sheets. So I don't even look at it as just that non-interest income. I can tell you, I don't know if I'll ever buy a new car again. And if I don't have to buy a new car again because of ride share, what happens to the credit union industry when consumer loans, which makes up a significant portion of those uh credit unions portfolios, what happens when those disappear? So how do we all, Tom Moore said this to me, who's at Baxter uh, many years ago, and that's one of those biggest challenges. How can we still drive value to credit union members, but not necessarily fee them to, to do that? Um, so it'd be interesting to flip the model some way and really have a model in place where we, we need to reduce expenses. We need to increase income, but how do we do that without putting our member in a position to pay for that? I don't know. 
And that's, and that's strategy, that's finance. And, you know, when you have an MBA in strategy and finance, uh, it's, it's, it's a little bit easier to, to chew on that kind of stuff. Although I don't think you needed the MBA because you, you had that knowledge going in. You probably gave more value to your, to your master's program. But what's really neat about you being a lifelong learner is you have gone through an MBA. Most of that coursework was online. Am, am I right? So you had online collaboration groups and you had, um, you know, Filene, which, you know, you had remote people getting together and collaborating. You didn't have to come together every single time you talked with your groups. Uh, these are three-year projects where you're, you're kind of collaborating with people nationwide. So how has your previous learning experiences kind of contributed to this new world we live in where I can get a job at a credit union in Florida, but not have to move to Florida? Like I can stay at Ohio yeah. for certain positions. How, how do you see that kind of changing the game for industry uh, stuff? Well, again, we could philosophize, right? Uh, quite a bit. So my MBA actually was not online. And I, and I say that because it just shows how much has evolved, where now I can go get a Harvard degree online if I could get accepted, right? Um, so I, I appreciated that interaction. So it's it's the hybrid of trying to still stay engaged with your peers, your classmates, your members, your employees digitally. But also, if we don't engage with our team, they're going to engage in something else, whether it's TV, the dishwasher, or errands around the house. So um, I went out down a little bit of a rabbit hole right there, as you already said. Um, you know, when I look at just the industry in general and where we're going, I'm not worried because I think that the leaders that we have in our industry are thoughtful and we are here to help people. And if we stick to our core values of people helping people and we're passionate, passionate about that, not just, yeah, we'll get to it when we get there. We all know the importance of developing our employees, educating our members, but it's hard to put a dollar on that. And so if we can do that and invest in it, we'll be here a long time from now. And that's kind of where Service Star sits, right? So if the sweet spot is living out our mission more than we are today, and by doing so, that means our members are going to see more value in the stuff that we promise them when they sign up to be a member, um, just kind of our coaching and our training, it not only helps credit unions, but it's also really helpful for the professionals in the industry. So as a professional that you know went through some industry courses, industry trainings, you got some industry accreditations under your belt. Um, how do you see the professional listener uh, in this industry benefiting from Service Star uh, products and services? Professional, how do they benefit from this? Um, a couple, I guess, a couple of different ways, depending on where they're listening to this from. Are they listening to it where they're working out? Are they listening to it in their car? Or are they trying to figure it out and try to piece this podcast uh, into something else? Um, when I really, when you kind of look at that circle of life and, and what's really the most important thing, if you don't advocate and develop yourself, who's going to do it? So trying to find ways to make it a priority to better your brain, better your mind, better your heart. Uh, the service art program isn't just about developing leaders or developing employees. It's truly about building a business. And as we continue to evolve our current programs, we can continue to work with different credit unions and help them solve the problems that they don't know about. So I know that may not answer that question in, in, in theory, but as you said, part 
four, five, six, 18, 19, and 20 of these podcasts, we'll, we'll go into some of that. Well, you but. gave me a nice, uh, t- uh, you, you, t- you put the ball on the tee for me to hit this off the tee. Laura, congratulations, Laura. Laura actually reached out to our podcast as a result of episode two. Yeah, she, uh, she got a free 30 days of missional leadership. So she reached out to us after listening to uh, episode two of the podcast. Um, and she, as a result, won 30 days free of missional leadership. So we have another chance to learn uh, for free using Service Star Consulting. So uh, there is a uh, servicing, com has got a link to schedule an appointment. If you go in and schedule an appointment with any of us uh, for 15 minutes, we're going to give you one of Mike's free eBooks. And this is going to start the conversation along the lines of networking, collaboration, just getting to know more people in the credit union industry, which is something that I would say Taylor has done. He's made a career out of getting to know people and uh, who knows how that's going to come full circle uh, either 20 years from now after, you know, your internship is over and now you're a CEO or, uh, you know, down the road as we may be able to help out your credit union here at Service Star Consulting. So what are some things that we don't do today um, that you would probably encourage us to do as far as like, if I'm a branch manager, and, you know, I'm listening to this or I'm, I'm a, a accounts payable manager and I'm listening to this podcast. What are some things they can do today to start investing in themselves from a learning standpoint and from a networking standpoint? I'd say you're, you're really, uh, you've taught me a lot in both of those areas. So I'll take two of them. One is the networking side. <clears throat> I don't know when it started, but I, Zig Ziglar, going back to you, I think I was first introduced to Zig Ziglar nine. 2000, 2001, he's got a great quote of many. That is, you'll get everything in life you want if you just help enough others get what they want. And I get goosebumps thinking about it because I've tried to stay true to that message. And I'm not trying to find ways to connect with people just to get another LinkedIn or another person I can reach out to. I genuinely want to know who they are, how they operate, how they tick. If I can help them, awesome. If I can't, I've at least met a new person. So I would strongly encourage people to look outside of their walls in other industries, whether it's a local league, whether it's a local credit union. When's the last time they've walked in? I know masks, sometimes we have to have them for a lot of reasons, but go find someone that you don't talk to and you don't interact with. That's right across the street and just say hi, introduce themselves. Don't try to get something out of it, put some deposits into it. So that is one of the things that I'll tell you, sometimes it's probably creepy hearing it from the the other side is when, why does, you know, this random person want to reach out to me, but I've built some incredible relationships just because I was curious. So from a networking standpoint, I would love to introduce you to someone uh, or anyone that's listening, please feel free to reach out. There's someone that's on my LinkedIn that you want to reach out to. I try to keep my list of people on LinkedIn of genuine connections. So if, if there's someone that's out there, I'd love to connect you with them directly. Maybe they can, you guys can help each other out. Um, but to go back to your other question about professional development, there are an incredible amount of free resources out there. That it's, So if most people are worried about paying for something, get out, that should not be an excuse. I can give you four or five off the top of my head that are free resources and just be curious and just dig. And you got to start somewhere, right? You know, the whole cliche of, you know, you don't leave for work 
until when, uh, by waiting for all the lights to turn green. So just start. Thanks, Taylor. You've been listening to the Credit Union Leadership Podcast. We have a free resource that we offered in this episode. Check out the show notes to go to book some time with Taylor, myself, or Mike, and learn a little bit about the industry and grow your network like Taylor had talked about. Well, if you want more, this is just part one of our interview with Taylor Murray. Check out part two on the next episode.